comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Episode 449. Catherine read up the microwave, I'd diss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. Be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. This week, we're not starboards! So for lunch, yeah, for lunch, I was going to do one story, but I'm going to do another story. So I called an audible just there. Okay. Uh, I went to a local establishment called Velvet Taco, very well known for their tacos. And I decided that uh, this morning I was going to get coffee with my tacos. Usually. That sounds gross. I'm sorry. I'll go with it. Well, it was a breakfast taco. It was a breakfast taco. Coffee and breakfast tacos. That's a thing? Yeah. Well, Well, I didn't realize it was I'm mildly disgusted. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm, that's fine then. Okay, so okay. now at this, at Velvet I find Taco, coffee mildly disgusting. So I'm at not Velvet inclined Taco, to enjoy the story. Disgusting. They don't, oh. they don't do uh, like restaurant style, you know, where they fill your mug or something like that. Okay. They give you a coffee pod and they have a uh, what's that machine called? The Keurig. Keurig. Keurig really? The yeah. They're contributing to the the incredible waste problem of Keurig uh, K cups. So I huh. drop my my pod in there. That's how I usually don't get coffee anyway. Yeah. So and this is kind of a hippy dippy place, right? So, they my coffee comes out. I pull it out. I put my cream. I yeah. put my sugar in it, and then I take one of their straws. Organic. And I start to stir my star straw in there to stir my coffee. Right. Standard size straw, standard length, but it starts to go lower. Eight point seven five inches. And lower, and lower. Oh really? And lower, and suddenly I realize something's happening. Anyway, I pull my straw out. And this, this is what I end up with. I brought it here for you guys to look at. It okay. melted from the heat of the coffee. Is at first I thought you were like, uh, I thought this is going to end up some kind of Olympic diving joke. No, um, but uh, your straw looks mangled, dude. Yeah, and it's green, so you know it's some kind of hippy dippy. I thought bio you were going to tell us it was like a flavored gonna... melt-in type of straw. Right, you know? right. You know that thing's got full of GMOs, right? Well, so that's why I decided I'm not drinking this coffee, so I threw it out. Did you really? Yeah, oh. I didn't even drink my coffee, did, so I have should, not had my did you, coffee. Did you leave, uh, did you leave the, the shop? Because I, I think I would have walked back in there and said, dude, give me, a, give me a coffee without so much melted straw in it, please. <laughs> I should have, but no, I just ate my tacos and left. You said, okay, Google. How long How is your yeah, standard yeah, drinking yeah, yeah, straw? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> According to Web Store and Store, Collins straws wider in diameter than sip straws. These Collins straws have a small diameter similar to school milk straws, but they are about three inches longer with a length of seven and seven eighths to accommodate drinks in taller glasses. I well, guess seven and seven eighths is the answer I was looking seven for. Seven and what? Seven eighths? I like how I did They just round seven off eighths. to eight? As we all know, in the, you know, if you guys are. If you guys are hip to like the world of lumber, you know, like I am, you know that a you know a two by four is not actually two inches minute. by four inches. These 
Colin, that's a particular type of. Okay, I won't disturb. I just like the particular type of. I perturb Brad by. See, I like trying to interrupt his. I like drinking straw is 19.5 centimeters long. Okay. What that? Okay, Google. That's like. How long is 19.5 centimeters? Yeah, it's like seven inches. Shut up. Centimeters equals 7.677 inches. Okay, so it's about the same. It would have been funny because the the way you asked the question was, how long is 19 centimeters? 0.5 centimeters. Uh, It would have been funny. Well, it would have been funny if it said 19.5 centimeters. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you just (laughs) repeated the answer. Like, you just answered your own question. That's right. Okay, Google. Are you a Moat Ron? Oh, okay, Google. What's going on? I didn't train you with Frank's voice. Okay, Google. I'm okay, gonna ask so some, let me ask you something. At Jeeves, <laughs> ask Jeeves, Jeeves. Still working? <laughs> what? Ask Jeeves. Why do you suck? Because I am not very good at yeah. answering internet questions. Because I was a I was an internet portal 15 years ago. Okay, Google. What happened to Ask Jeeves? According to Quora, we do not Jeeves speak of that. Retired in 2006, but Ask.com is still around as the sixth biggest web property in the U.S. with 90 million monthly users. My God, He's, so he quit. That's, he that's retired. An Jeeves, Jeeves said, "I'm out." He retired, so you can no longer say, "Jeeves, take me down to the, uh, take me to the ballroom." Nobody asks me any questions yeah. anymore. What happened to your glasses? I do what's have going the, on with your uh, eyes. No, what's what's going on? It looked like you had your glasses. Pushed way up and back, so your oh. eyes were going. Nee, 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 nee. God, that's so hateful. My phone does something awesome. I don't have a Someone's question to ask it because mail. I really oh, have a blank no. mind most Somebody's of the time. Somebody's going to get an email, Sorry. but uh, I could open my because I've got the brand new uh, Moto. Here we uh, go. Droid too. Hey, uh, uh, Jim Dietz, Jim Dietz, and all you uh, Dune fans out there. But listen to this I'm going to open my phone up now I set my mind in motion wow hey how cool is Jim Dietz unlock your phone to continue yeah that's security features right gotta brush out and get one of those phones really quick let's talk about are you done Dude, Jim Dietz Dietz has a Wikipedia page. We all know how cool Jim Dietz is. Of course, Jim Dietz was. Of course, this Jim Dietz was born in 1939. Jim Dietz is the coolest ever baseball player. Period. Well, this we need to edit this uh, entry. Do we have Do we have Wikipedia entries? Uh, Does half hour wasted proper? Do Do Brad Frank and or Bill have Wikipedia? Why do we not have Wikipedia uh, hourly? I try to update it all the time. We need someone needs to to hook us up with some Wikipedia. We're not pages. that interesting. Who out there? We're not that interesting. Who out there? I mean, we can answer some we simple biographical questions. This this Jim Dietz is uh, he's uh, seventy seven years old, so probably not the same Jim Dietz. Oh, it says here for an American artist, see James Dietz. I'm gonna click it. Let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. What do you got? Oh, it's the same guy. I want to save you. You and anybody else who likes to read Star Wars books, I'm okay. gonna save you some time. I do. I'm. Uh, I want to talk about this book called Tarkin. Oh my God, Brad! What I just you talking about? I just. Oh. You almost did it right. You what said, are you talking about? I did it. Perfect. What you talking about, my? What you talking about? I can't even talk. Brad! What you talking about, Milo? <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? 
Brad. Tarkin, written by James Luceno. It's one of the newer books and that is considered canon. Do we know who James Luceno is? He's written several Star Wars books in the past. And you're, are they consistently good, bad? Are you indifferent I'm, to them? I'm, I've always been happy uh, with James Luceno's stuff. Okay. This is the first one I've written, I've re- read that I'm not happy with. This is more or less Tarkin's backstory. Okay. Um, it the present day version of it takes place after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh my! So Palpatine has risen to power. By the way, we learned okay. Palpatine's first name in this book. Really? And hey. since it's considered is it? Wait, wait. Guesses. Since it's considered guesses. canon, mm-hmm. we actually now have a first name for. No way! All right, let's take a guess. Palpatine. What's your guess? I say Hank. I think it's Tim. It's neither of those. <laughs> really? I'm gonna. Is it Ezekiel? It's not a word you've ever heard, ever. So it's not Ebenezer, then. No, because that would that would that would fit with his lumberjack character. Palpatine. It starts with an S. That'd be a wild man. Lumberjack Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, we almost named Sage that. It starts with an S and has yeah, five letters. Yeah, somebody's gonna steal us now, and now I'm gonna have to have more children <laughs> to name them Lumberjack. His his first his name, name is, is is Snape. Close. It's Sheev. S H E E V. What's your language? This Sheev. is a family podcast. Sheev Palpatine. You just okay. this is in canon are, first name. You're operating without filters today, aren't you? Think of this as yes, a buddy cop movie with absolutely no humor in it. Okay, and way too much backstory about Murtaugh. Murtaugh, like Lethal well, Weapon, yeah. Riggs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Riggs no, and I, Murtaugh. I get it. So it's basically Pal- lethal weapon in space. Does Palpatine end up on the toilet at one point, stuck there because of the bomb strapped the underside of it? We would have been so lucky to have a scene like that in this book. Does Does Vader go? I'm yeah. getting too old for this. Yeah. Uh, Palpatine. Fecal matter. <laughs> no, it's Palpatine sends them. No, 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 no. Palpatine's no, like no, the no. police chief, and he sends he sends a uh, uh, Tarkin Vader. and Vader out. On a mission together. Mm-hmm. Together? Yeah. So wait, Vader and Tarkin are the cop buddies? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That seems forced. So does Palpatine... And we learn way uh, too much backstory about Tarkin. Okay, is it handled in flashback form? Yes. Okay, okay so give us a thumb view. Tell us a so, little bit about so where he grew up. So Hold on, let, let's off, get... I'm going to hear from Brett. So, okay. I know you got shtick, but I actually want to hear. No, I, I've actually got content. He was... You got shtick. He was a... Sticky, I don't know. He was a... A member of a wealthy family on the uh, planet of Ariadu, I think is okay. how it's pronounced. Not the pleasure um, planet Ryza. No. Okay. Right. Wrong universe. All right. He was uh, raised to be uh, military. Um, mm-hmm. When he was growing up, you know, an, a young man and a, a young adult, he met Senator Palpatine, who convinced him that he's exciting. Was his a, destiny pretty much was kind on a of field really, trip. Of some sort lied in the, in the path of politics. Yeah. So as it turns out, it did, and we've all seen yeah. that. But anyway, it's uh, what does a flying extreme, school bus it's look extremely like? boring? You think it's still yellow? It's extremely boring. Right. Uh, it's pointless because uh, does it, it doesn't tell us anything except Palpatine's first name. So where do you does go, it? You go from where, point A to point A in this book, Ben, is what you're saying. Say that again. You're going from like point A to point A in this. We're book supposed then. to understand Tarkin's way of thinking after reading this I'm, book. I'm having just where, issues with the it... idea that Darth Vader ever went out and cop buddied with with Slythe Palpatine. Well, but neither one of them liked it. And oh, you know, but Tarkin at the at end one, they become one, friends. At one point, 
They <laughs> after a lot of misunderstanding, they go to each other's houses and, and have beat each other's yeah. wives. Yeah. At one point, Tarkin even thinks, "I Get wonder weird. if this is really not about what Palpatine wanted us to do, but just Palpatine testing the two of us to see if we can work well together." When does the book oh, end? Okay. Uh, just literally as the Death Star finally gets its sublight engines. Operational. Uh-huh. The hyperdrive system is still being worked on, but the sublight engines are working, and it leaves Geonosis's orbit and starts flying away. Okay, Pepper. So it's okay, pointless. Dog? So uh, from a Rogue One standpoint, sneezing. it's before I would take. I would no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rogue One ends ten minutes before Star Wars Episode Four. Okay. okay. Oh God, spoilers. And so this is many years before. Which, speaking of Rogue One, and Brad, I know you saw this, but I don't know, Bill, if you've seen it. Have you seen the uh, cut with Sabotage it's, as the back song? It's beautiful. No, I, I saw a link to it. It's and beautiful. I was actually, uh, I was looking at Rogue One links just a few minutes ago, and I, I saw that one. I have it pulled up, but I haven't had the gust of fire it up. It's beautiful. Like, uh, that song, apparently, uh, Beastie Boys' Sabotage makes any trailer better. <laughs> Well, you know what's now, funny is that, that was a fan. It was a fan made. A fan yeah, cut. Okay, yeah, they took a, a couple of the existing trailers and used different shots and cut it together again. Okay, trying to basically keeping the same feel and pacing, um, and chronological order of shots as the other trailers did, but yeah. they cut it to the the beat of sabotage. Okay. It works really well, mm-hmm. more than one way. I mean, editing is great, but then you know that whole movie's about sabotage and trying to so steal was, the plans for the Death ask, Star. Why not like root down or brass monkey? No, or, because I'm yeah. sure it started because it was uh, it was in Star, Star Trek, Trek Beyond and yeah. Star Trek yeah. Beyond, which was awesome, by the way. I loved it. Fantastic. Yeah, it we, my uh, favorite movie of the year. I loved not the best, but my favorite. I loved it. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm with you too. I don't know about you guys, but I went into uh, um, we had a, a an amazing uh, week, an extended week of premieres as we had Star Trek Beyond, and then I guess it, there were two weeks between Star Trek Beyond and Suicide Squad, right? Because I went and saw I went and saw uh, Star Trek Beyond with my my buddy Sage, um, and. Zoe was, uh, we'd gone on vacation the week before. Sage and I had gotten back. We'd left Zoe uh, with um, uh, her bestie and their bestie's family for an extra week. So she didn't get back until the next Friday night. So we went and saw Star Trek Beyond uh, two weekends in a row and then Suicide Squad the next weekend. So, yeah, in three weekends, I, I blew about half a mortgage payment on uh, going to the theater, um, which was. You don't have to not, buy not sodas awesome. and drinks. <laughs> I mean, sodas well, and snacks. Or, or, well, I, yeah, I or golden-plated uh, chairs. Well, I did. I, I, I <laughs> had a foot massage while you're watching <laughs> I, a movie. I upgraded. Look, they offered. Mm-hmm. I said yes. I didn't think about the future, <laughs> and I'm, I'm okay with my decision. Besides, my feet are so soft now. Now, unlike Kenny Baker when he was in the uh, R2D2 costume. Well, what stinks? Rest is, in peace, Kenny Baker. Rest in peace, Kenny Baker. Well, and I always felt bad for Kenny Baker because he had to have his feet sticking out like Fred Flintstone. And so whenever they'd be like on a grade, he'd have to stop. You know, he'd have to yeah, put his heels down, and all of a sudden you see the plume of dirt, you know, thrown out the back of R two D two. So a lot of people wondered, you know, hey, why is R two D two farting dirt? Well, it's not. It was Kenny Baker's feet actually throwing up rooster tails of dirt from the um, uh, from the desert. I've never seen that cut of that movie. Neither have I. <laughs> really? Well, you have to look close. The Kenny Baker cut. It, it helps. It. it helps if you have a, a high definition. 
It, it helps you have a high definition television. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I never saw the Kenny Baker cut of the Star Wars. Right. Which uh, I, I was saying before the movie, uh, before we started recording, you know, Kenny Baker. I mean, he was there from the beginning. Yeah. But I mean, he was just so kind of. It's in, time to dance on his grave. Then I'm trying uh, to figure out. No, I mean, costumes. We're sad that he died. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. I mean, his family. You know, he brought joy to a lot of people. Mark Hamill and just, Peter Mayhew both had really nice. Tributes. You know, he also had a major, major role in Time Bandits. Sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, was he? This is just my mistake, or, or can't remember. But was he in Legend? No, I'm sorry. Um, the one with Val Kilmer. The um, uh, Top Secret. Oh, say it again. Top Secret. Batman no, Forever. No, not that one. The Doors. No, not that one. Uh, George Lucas produced Tombstone? No, not Howard that one. the Duck. Willow. No, not that one. Willow. No, that was uh, th- th- uh, Warwick Davis. Okay. The guy who plays, uh, the guy who's in, so far he's in all seven Star Wars movies. As R2-D3? Wait a minute. Well, he was an Ewok. Wait a minute. Was that. No, oh, Warwick okay. Davis wasn't in, was he in, was the first time we saw him in episode I, six? I now I'm thinking no. about it. I don't think he was, was he in the four gray or five. Ewok or the red one. He I, was I wicked. Get those guys. Yeah, okay. he was the main guy. Okay. I don't was, think he was in four or five. Okay. No, they. I'm glad. But man. he was in one of those threes. Isn't it a better world that Ewoks were not in episodes four and five? Yes. I, I well, but, you know, the, but I would have been the Ewoks, happy with that. they do have two spinoff movies, which right. are official canon to the Star Wars. Still, universe. yeah. So, mm. so Abrams and and and. Mickey haven't like distanced from well, the, the Star Wars Christmas special yet. Christmas, I, oh, I get Ewoks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ewoks. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's still in canon. <laughs> Do we have to let him in the park? <laughs> <laughs> I just found Mickey to be kind of subversive, <laughs> a little dark. We never trust that guy. Never trust an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> Is there? What the heck's that pile of fur? <laughs> like, like, looks like a, like looks like a giant squirrel. <laughs> never know where their fur's been. <laughs> Can I eat just one of them? Oh, huh, Mickey? Can I eat just one of them? <laughs> Taking your life in your own hands. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold three of them down with one paw. <laughs> Smell like wet wookies. <laughs> <laughs> and they're even smelling. <laughs> On the inside, a cat's about as big as Sage's. Okay, I I just broke oh out in the la- oh, I just broke out in the laughter because Bill, you have two raccoon-sized cats looking yeah. at you right now. <laughs> well, fat and, raccoons, uh, yeah. not 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 thin and, the raccoons. And Sage, your yeah. son, tried to pick one up, and it yeah, was like picking got... up a watermelon. <laughs> it was. It, 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 what's the silver one's it name? Was larger Scout? than his entire torso. Uh, the the the, the smaller silver one, the, the smaller one? one. Quote fingers is uh, rascal. The gray one. You mean rascal. rascal? Rascal. I thought he was bigger than. It's a she. Than it's the fat school. I thought she was bigger than the the yellow red one. No, no. The orange tabby is oh, big bone. She's then maybe not. it's the orange tabby you they're can just feel both. walking across the floor. Yeah, they're just both. No, that's probably tumness. Uh, um, I, I've I had I've a Jurassic for a long Park time moment that, where my water started uh-huh. to make yeah. the centric rings. This is not a new joke, but uh, in retrospect, we should name him Jabba the Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gray one looks like it just ate a small dog. Uh, there's a possibility it did, yeah. Um, but hey, but I agree with you, man, on the uh, the Star Trek thing. Um, I don't know if that's weird or not, but but you know, we went to the theater and we enjoyed Captain Mark three, and we enjoyed Batman vs Superman, and we enjoyed whatever else came out. Um, 
And I spent all summer, I've spent the last couple of summers, I think, waiting for a fun movie to show back up at the theaters. Because, you know, we expect DC to be grimdark and murderverse and all that. Um, Which I'm tired of. Uh, it could not be more tired of. Could not agree more with you there. Uh, we are in lockstep on this one. But Marvel had been a, a blessed respite from that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because even in their serious movies, you know, even in Thor, the Avengers or whatever, they still had plenty of moments of levity. Well, that seemed to kind of go away um, in the last year or so. And, you know, we had we had Captain America and I guess the Winter Soldier was kind of like this too, but... You know, that was a great movie. Not much fun. Um, Batman Superman. Eh, you know, the extended version is better than the the theatrical release. You saw it? Uh, yeah, I've actually got the extended version. It's it's like it, it's like watching the Lord of the Rings movies. The the cut, the super cut, the director's cut, whatever you want to call it, is like a good 30 minutes longer than the regular cut. It puts a lot of stuff back in. And uh, oddly is it worth enough... Watching? Um, I agree with with other people who who have opined that the movie flows better in the longer version, hmm. and I do agree with that. It, it is, uh, um, it's probably even a little more watchable um, as the long version. Well, the sadomasochist in me would consider watching that, while at the same time has no interest in seeing Suicide Squad after I've heard it. Everything. It was a, it was a pretty big disappointment. Johnny M. End. described it to me as it wasn't a movie. It was more like 10 music videos played back to back to back, <laughs> but out of order. It was a really odd movie. Okay, so I saw Star Trek Beyond, Weekend A. Weekend B, I saw Star Trek Beyond again. Weekend C, these are consecutive weekends, I saw Suicide Squad. I walked away from Star Trek thinking, man, okay, that was lightweight. It didn't, you know, they weren't trying to get any big points about society or terrorism or you know, inclusion or, you know, man's humanity to fellow man. Or they, they weren't trying to say anything big like that. It was just an adventure. It was just fun, if you want to call it that. Still and I it. did call it that, and I had a great time with it. Um, I, I really appreciated that Star Trek Beyond just gave us an adventure, I and, and that was it. was it. so much fun. It was great. Yeah. I had such a good time at the theater. Not the best movie ever made, but he dang it, I, I enjoyed that movie. Um <laughs> And then we went back and saw it a second time, and I thought, well, this time I'm probably going to be oh, bored, you know, because I know what's going to happen here, I know what's going to happen there, I know what the next scene is going to be, I know when Kirk's going to ride in on the motorcycle, yada yada yada. And oddly enough, the second time around, um, uh, it was almost like watching a Monty Python episode. It's like you know what the punchline is, but you still laugh every sure. time. It, it felt like that. I don't know that this movie's ever going to get old. Uh, I liked it quote unquote. Yeah, uh, I agree. And and I was I was so I was just I was just thankful to the filmmakers. You know, thank you Simon Pegg. Thank you everybody um, for making this movie just a fun, just a fun, dumb, lightweight summer movie uh, with no other overtones. Thank you much. Now Suicide Squad. I also walked out of the theater thinking I had fun watching that. I appreciate the fact that I had a fun time watching it. It was not a great movie. I've I've defended. I've defended my reaction to the movie, but I, I don't think it's very defensible uh, as far as the structure of the movie. I, I said the structure of the movie has huge problems. The stru- you know, like for the, me, the, the structure um, was very... Now, th- this is a result, I believe, right. of, of having eight weeks to create a script, on this, <laughs> okay. which, is, which is true. Uh, David Ayers had eight weeks, and it feels like it is a cookie-cutter movie, especially from... 
musical choice and juxtaposition from scene to scene to scene to scene. And there was just the one thing it struggled with the most, too many characters. Too many characters that do nothing. Uh, in my opinion, Captain Boomerang served no purpose. Yeah. You could have pulled him, Croc, Katana, and still had a, a serviceable movie. There's a guy who's threatening to sue the studio for false advertising I heard because about that. there wasn't a lot enough Joker in it or as much as the trailers made it look like. Really? There, there's a tiny amount of Joker, but I wasn't upset by that. And then even Jared Leto is is saying that he feels like he was tricked into doing this movie. Jared Leto? Yeah. I I've not the heard guy that, that, played that, the Joker. that kind of I'm kind of beside myself. He certainly seemed to have fun with it. Um If you look at all the publicity of you know the the cast going places and promoting the movie yeah Jared Leto's not in any of those pictures yeah. he didn't go but he was the weirdo going full on Sean Penn method method actor he was the one who was mailing right. his, his co-stars dead rats and um uh, used underwear and you know stuff like that he was the one who was apparently you know diving neck deep into it yeah, but this surprises me. Um, again, he I read where he's more than one place where he said that he felt tricked. He was unhappy with Well, uh, he is the Joker. Yeah. I, I don't know why he's surprised by that. He is a great Joker. I liked him. I thought he was really good. Um he I is I expected though. to not like him in any way and and I ended up being pretty fine with him. Um See, I thought the movie, I thought the casting was great. I didn't have a problem with any of the of any of the actors in the movie, um, from Flag to June Moon to Harley and and Joker. I thought, um, I thought everybody was cast well. I thought the Boomerang was cast well. Will Smith, to me, was the. You didn't sit there and go, "Hi, oh, there's Will Smith." Yeah, I no, you did, um, but he he dove enough into the character that it it wasn't something that I fixated on. You know, unconsciously. Did he ever go? Ha ha! Woo! Oh! <laughs> I don't think he. Yeah. Well, the one part where he, he uh, was uh, uh, he was telling people uh, I had to move to Bel Air. That was that was uh, a bit of a letdown. Other than that, um, he was really good. And you know what? Um, I thought that in some ways, uh, Will Smith's performance was really the only one. Um, I guess Flag's uh, reaction to June Moon also, but uh, uh, Will Smith, um, uh, his acting performance actually kind of got to me a couple times. I mean, not I'm not sitting there bawling in my well, seat or anything, but, yeah. uh, but I thought that they, they... It's obvious the filmmakers cared about what they were doing. Um, I, I thought the whole third act was kind of superfluous. Um, you almost could have just spent the entire movie getting the band together, and I think you, would, you might have had a great time. Well, I think the, the, the problem with the ending was that... I mean, what was really... The crisis. You, you had. Right. I had. I had someone who who was as they were reviewing the movie. They said, "And here we have another one of these um, uh, uh, typing now uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> tornadoes in a city. You know, these psychic tornadoes. I'm in looking city. right. Superfluous. Superfluous. <laughs> I mean, superfluous. It, and okay. and at the end, I don't know what was really done or happened, other than we were introduced to these characters. The Flash was in it, right? Uh, yes. The Flash made a, a quick but blessed cameo you know, appearance. You've seen the the It was nice, man. The trailer for the Justice League that they put out at I'm I'm in. Not, I've not seen it now. 
You didn't see what they had for you know at uh, Comic Con San Diego. Uh, no, I didn't There's get to go scene. this year. No, they put that trailer online. Okay, James. no, I haven't seen it. They uh, there's a little bit where Bruce Wayne and and uh, Flash are talking, mm-hmm. and okay. I just think they got what's his name Barry Allen. I think mm-hmm. they got him all wrong in that movie Flash. Really? Yeah. Have you seen what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's younger. He's uh, a little kind of hyper kinetic. He is uh, a big of a bit of a goofball, and sounds Barry like, Allen's not that like, way. Sounds yeah. like impulse. Even on even on um, the, the CW, uh-huh. he's not a goofball. He's a serious guy. Yeah, is he still a forensic pathologist? As far as we know, or do we have any idea? We don't have any idea. I mean, but he's you get be, the impression he may be a hacker of sorts. I think uh, something, and then he goes, "Yeah, I'm in. I'll do it. I need friends." Yeah. I mean, that's to me, that's just not Barry Allen at all. One interpretation I heard of that scene, because that is kind of weird, because Barry Allen's always been one that can make friends. Sure. You know, he's a nice guy. But uh, the interpretation, and again, this is someone digging deep, was, you know, the Flash is on such a high kinetic level that he he has trouble connecting to people, and so that's why he has trouble making friends. Again, this is someone reading into a scene that's seven seconds long. Yeah. But uh, it's just justification for the way he was he was acting. Um, what was I, the what was the purpose of Flash's appearance in Suicide Squad? To show how Boomerang ended up with the Suicide Squad. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because they're enemies. Yeah. But Boomerang, he has like maybe three, four lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're all funny. Well, but if you were to take him out of the story, the story still functions. It's the classic Australian Australian actor syndrome where the Australian uh, actor gets like four lines the entire movie. Was We've he, seen it happen over and over again. Was that the actor that played uh, John McClane's son in the last Die Hard yes, movie? Yes, that's exactly who it was. Okay. Jai... Jai whatever. Courtney. Yeah, Jai Courtney. Yeah, okay. that's him. I spent the entire movie thinking, all right. Listen to my... Oh, oh. yeah. That's my... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not interested in... Switching long distance services. <laughs> no, I don't have time to take a survey. And I, I got a call uh, yesterday. Um, uh, and you know, there's these these jackasses. There's, there's a lady. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what a female jackass is. Lady jackass. Lady jackass called me up yesterday. Asset. And uh, and they the second you answer, they launch directly into the uh, the hi. I've got a quick survey to take, and it'll only take a few minutes. And uh, you know, can we go ahead and get you? Just it, it's all presumptive close. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 100% presumptive close. They're just, they're basically trying to bully you into, they're, they're trying to get through their script. And while you're still going, um, um, trying to get a, uh, uh, trying to get a word in edgewise, um, um, uh, they're trying to bust through the script and start the recorder and get you on tape, you know, doing your survey for whatever. And I just said, lady, lady, stop, stop. And she finally did. And I just said, just look, hung up. I said, I said, lady, um, I'm in the media, so. Unfortunate for me. Did you say it like this, lady? I'm in the media. I'm in the media, and you're lady. You're kind of nodding your head a little. Well, because that's like, this is one of the great secrets of being in the media. I kind of know is that when people people call, know me. When well, when people call you, if you work in media and they want to do like a telephone survey or something, which you never ever want to do, um, one of the one of the things is if you work in the media, you are for whatever reason uh, disqualified from their pool of people they can choose from i had a friend who he 
And so I he take said great does... pleasure in telling people I'm in the media. Good you night. Good night. Uh, it could have been like this, Bill. Do you know who I am? Okay. <laughs> so a friend of mine, what he likes to do is when he gets those survey calls, he will say, wow, this is like the fifth call I've gotten in the last hour. Really? From you guys, which he hasn't. Okay. And then they go, well, well, from who is it? He goes, well, who are you guys with? And then he, he agrees, yeah, from you guys. You're doing, what do you do, survey on? <laughs> and they say, you know, we're doing it on trumpets or whatever. And he'll go, yeah, I just like, I've gotten so many calls from you guys. This freaks them out because then they think something's wrong with their computers and it's calling the same number. Nice. And it causes like panic on yes. their side. I'm going to start doing that. That's yeah. a win. Yeah. Oh my God. We, if we all, if all of us across America band together and start doing that, we'll take care of these pesky phone calls once and for all. Let the games begin. Woo! All right. You want to wrap her up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Thank you, Bill. Send your questions and comments to Half Hour Wasted at Gmail and follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Let's see. Oh, you can leave us or any of the HHW LOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And until next week, I'm your mother's little helper. I'm Brad. And I'm Frank. And I'm out of here, too. We'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Don't go, Frank.